friends, and welcome to The Co-op Show, a show that does not have a witty tagline just yet, but we're working on it. We'll get there. We'll get there. It'll come naturally. There you go. I'm one of your hosts, Britt, alongside my husbando, my partner in crime, Jason. That would be me. Would it? Well, under- Can we be sure? Under most circumstances, it would be. I mean, you look like you. Maybe you're an imposter. Who could tell? Uh, today, we're talking <laughs> about <laughs> a hilarious game called Struggling. So this is an indie platformer slash puzzle slash strategy game. Uh, we'll talk a bit about what we mean when we say that in a minute. This is a T-rated game for blood and gore, crude humor, and fantasy violence. It is developed by Chasing Rats Games, who are based in Montreal, Canada. And fun fact, this is their very first game. Good for them. Oh, yeah. They came out with a, a good one for their first one. And they have some publishing help from Frontier. It is available on PC and Nintendo Switch. It is local co-op only, or, but you can play remote play together on Steam. So that's an option. It's single player or up to two folks can play together. And this released August 27th, 2020, and it sells for $14.99. So struggling, you may ask. What kind of game is struggling? I do ask. Well, you know, I don't even know if I can tell you. I mean, I'm gonna, we're going to try really hard to explain <laughs> this game to you. Oh, boy. But here's the official plot overview. Struggling is a physics-based co-op platformer with a twisted spin on teamwork. Control the arms of a squishy abomination and guide it through a deranged world where anything goes. Use momentum to launch yourself across yawning chasms, plug waste-spewing pipes, discover complex machinery you have no business operating, and yank suspicious levers because, well, why not? One thing's certain, you will struggle. So there is actually like a little plot to this in the beginning of the game to give you a really actually, I think is well done cinematic intro as to what the origin of this abomination is. But you know, we'll save that for you to find out. Um, this all sounds crazy and it is, but I want to mention before we get into this, that this game has won some awards, including best in show, best art direction, best audio design, and it got public's favorite at Montreal Independent Game Awards, and it won IGN's top four co-op game co-op game at PAX East and PC Gamers E3 Hidden Gem. <laughs> I think that's hilarious, it's but awesome. Freaking fantastic. So we actually played this in PAX East 2019. Yes. And I remember that. And I remember thinking, this is ridiculous, but hilarious. You know, I never forgot about that demo because we did have so much fun playing it. It was so insane. And we've never played anything like it before. So this was just announced during Nintendo's Indie World Showcase earlier in August. And it's, well, didn't really surprise drop. I think it dropped like seven days after it was announced. But anyway, happy to see it finally come to fruition and finally come to be. So because we did play it at PAX East 2019, we thought this would be a fun game to bring with us. On our little weekend getaway we took recently. Yeah, it was uh, it was actually quite a, a fantastic because it's local co-op. So, you know, those are the best kind of games to bring with you when you're doing a little getaway and you just want to hunker down and make some cookies and, you know. Drink some whiskey. Drink some whiskey and play some co-op games in a, in a little Airbnb or something. It's, it's perfect for that. And we had ourselves a fucking time. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you know, like Jason said, and we talked about this a little bit with Heroes of Hammerwatch. It's one of our favorite things to get away and play video games and just bring them with us. There's something about playing. I mean, we've done online-only games, like when we talked about Heroes of Hammerwatch. But something about a local co-op game is just so warm and fuzzy. Yeah. Make the cookies, drink the whiskey, have yep. yourself a time. And like you said, holy shit. I don't think we've oh, ever man. played a game that's made us laugh this hard. I think hands down, I can say this is the funniest game we've ever played. I think there's one contender that for me would rival it. And I don't know where I would rank number one and two, but, but for me it would be, um, 
Human fall flat? Yeah, yeah, human human fall flat. I We laughed our asses off during human fall flat. But with that said, I don't know if I've ever laughed harder at a game because we, we physically had to stop playing this game several times <laughs> because we were laughing. So it hurt so bad. Oh, we, we were, were literally exhausted and because we were so exhausted. Okay. Yeah. Cause yeah. you will struggle during this game. Cause it's kind of mentally oh, yeah. exhausting, but it's just so funny in the physics in it. It's uh, ragdoll physics. And so you're flopping all over the place. I, I would have to say this game should come with a disclaimer. <laughs> if you are pregnant or could be pregnant or have heart conditions, you should not play this game <laughs> because this game will literally make you laugh to the point of exhaustion and pain. Yeah, I was. And it, you might literally die <laughs> if you have condition, underlying conditions. Yeah, I mean, I think you're obviously being a little dramatic, and that's okay. Like, I appreciate I was in the pain. <laughs> I appreciate the flair, but no, you're not wrong when you say, like, yeah, I uh, definitely was snorting, laughing, and my stomach hurt so bad. Tears were flying down my face. So, mm-hmm. let's try to describe this. All right. So you have Hector and what's the other uh, one? Troy and Achilles. No, no, no. Troy is the Troy is the abomination together. Okay, so you have Hector and Achilles. Achilles, and together they are Troy. And they are a, an abomination that is together named Troy. Created in a lab, and so think of like a really think of like a Resident Evil bioweapon, but it's just the face. So it's a circle. But you have two faces that are kind of carved in it. Kind of looks like William Birkin. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who that I is. I know that's but... a, that's a that's a Resident Evil reference. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> you have Achilles and Hector, and they're one face, but they're obviously separate faces. And then one head separate. One. Faces. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, one head separate faces. And then out of each side of the head are these disgusting fleshy claw arms. Yeah. They look like noodles. Very like lumpy noodles. And that's what you use to propel yourself around the levels. Yeah, and one of you controls one arm, and the other of you controls the other. And all you can do is move the arm <laughs> using, like, the control stick, and you can gri- grip shit with, like, by holding down the trigger, like, LT or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you can move your arm and grab onto stuff, and that's literally it. That is the game, except for some minor other details. Um, that's the game, and you use those mechanics to move your ass around and essentially platform, get through puzzles, get through like traps and hazards. And it is a time. <laughs> it is a time. I think the controls, I mean, it sounds complicated and you know, it did take some getting used to, but, oh yeah. Uh, and I'm going to toot our own horn here. I think you and I work really well when it comes to co-op mechanics like this. So I think after too long, like we, we, we got it down. So yeah, like Jason said, all you can really do is reach grip and then the other person has to kind of like fling their arm over grip. And then you kind of like cartwheel around in a sense, yeah, but yeah. with your arms, I guess. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and you can kind of like Tarzan your way around like ceilings and branches and shit. And um, because of the ragdoll physics, it's it's just the, the way the character, the way that everything just moves is just <laughs> hilarious. And you can, and I think that the name of the game is just perfect because you're not only, your character is struggling all to shit, but so are you in real life. And, and you're struggling with your co-op partner to do literally anything. Everything you do is a struggle. And so <laughs> it, it, it's borderline frustrating and borderline, it's both frustrating and hilarious. It toes the line is what I'm trying to say between mm-hmm. 
between those. So yeah, how a level works is essentially there's four main areas. There's a lab, there's a cave, and then we'll save the other two in case you want to play it. And you move from left to right, but there is obviously some verticality in that. Sometimes you're moving up and down, you're climbing ceilings, because with your little grippy hands, you can almost grip onto every single surface, except for surfaces that are covered in a slimy, slimy substance, which I'm just going to assume is water. <laughs> but knowing how grotesque this game is, who could really say what it is? And now you basically just want to get from left to right. And along the way, you're going to come across certain puzzles. Maybe there'll be lever puzzles. Maybe you'll have to avoid some like goo piles because it'll immediately kill you. Spikes will kill you. Yeah. And so it's just all about, you know, making the most of those arms and managing the physics and mm -hmm. trying to get from point A to point B. Scattered throughout each level are checkpoints. So, you know, you'll go like... I mean, the distance between checkpoints probably isn't that far, but you move kind of slow. And uh, when you do die, and it is mostly instant death, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like you either fall to your death or you hit a spike and you're instantly dead or you get squashed in various situations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you do transport back to the checkpoint. And something we'll talk about in a bit, um, I want to mention one thing is that the checkpoints are kind of like eh, hit or miss. But the one thing we haven't talked about are the other mechanics of this game is that you can slough your arms off at any time. Oh, yeah. Because physics in this game are so important and they're actually pretty spot on for, you know, a game like this. Yeah. Uh, sometimes your arm can get a little twisted. Sometimes it gets stuck in the wall. Yeah, or it'll just get like broken and you can't un like break it. And so you can you can literally just sort of self-destruct your arm and grow up, sprout a new one. And sprout a new one. Yeah. And it, every time you sprout a new arm, it makes like a farting noise. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Which is really funny. And every time you flop around or slough around, it makes this really wet slapping sound. It is yeah. just, it's hilarious. Uh, so going back to, I want to talk about again, like some of the funny little tidbits in this game is these characters, so many details were put into this. So when you think about like a game like this, you know, think, okay, funny physics, that's what it's going to lean into. But you can tell that the developer spent so much time adding little touches to it. So for example, if you're going from like point A to point B and there's a spike trap in front of you and your characters get, your characters, if Troy gets too close to the spikes, they'll literally scream. There are literally button buttons mapped specifically for grunting or screaming. <laughs> and I love it. The only function of the button is is just to make your character, whether you're playing, whether you're um, Achilles or Hector, you know, which is one of the two faces on this abomination. So you're Achilles, it, right? You yeah, yeah, I, I play Achilles. So I, do your I best think. Achilles grunt. <sighs> okay, that sounds right. Because I swear, and <laughs> okay, I would love- Okay, now do yours. Oh, yeah. You Hector. <laughs> so I'm Hector. So- I swear, I'm a, and I want confirmation from Chasing Rats on this, I think Achilles grunts and screams come from porn stars. Because I think what they did is they took, like, the moans from porn stars and they really slowed it down because they're like, Ugh. But did, it sounds actually hear, more Did attractive. you hear this from somewhere? No, or, but when I hear it, I'm like, that sounds like a fucking porn star. I don't know what kind of porn you're watching, babe. But I'm, no, no, no. I'm not. <laughs> I don't know. Busted. I'm watching crazy abomination porn. But seriously, just, you have to pay to. I tried pointing this out to you a few times, and you're like, eh, whatever. Uh, but no, I think there. some of the first... The, the first levels we were doing, we would just stop and continue laughing because these characters would just like get really close to spikes or like an ooze pile and they would just go, yeah. and you I, can't control it. They just scream on their own. But if you want to make them scream manually, you also have a button prompt for, prompt for that. And it's very, very satisfying. And we're always making, so if, okay, if you're you're feeling your character's struggle, right? Because yeah. this game, it, you struggle just as much as your character seems to in real life. And so if I feel like grunting in real life, 
like, like oh. I, I can just press B and my character will do that. Yeah. And so I can communicate to you that I am frustrated fine. and I am struggling by hitting B and my character will communicate. And then almost always you'll push B also and your character will be like, <laughs> <laughs> which is like, fair enough. Oh my God. It is just but so damn funny. I, I remember, and you were just talking about this, but I remember the first time that our characters, like we, we were falling towards like some spike and we were about to die, but we grabbed onto a wall or a, a crevice or something and just barely saved ourselves. And, and our character was like maybe a, like hovering a foot above these spikes that would have been instant death. And both of them were just screaming like, oh, <laughs> and so you and funny. I looked at each other and we just, we just like collapsed in like laughter. Like it was we so lost funny. It. I yeah. have so many saved clips on the switch Yeah, and not to mention like, obviously the character is funny, Troy. And I think the level design is really fun. There's some fun little tidbits in there, but the bosses now we're not going to spoil any of the bosses. We're going to talk about the first one because I think it just kind of sets the, the whole tone for this. So the first boss, I'm probably going to get the same right. It's called Amadeus, the firstborn, which I guess means love God in some language. I'm not entirely sure. Anyway, the boss encounter is literally like pinball with Troy's head. Troy's face is in his head. Oh, it's fantastic. And I think it's supposed to be a heart. The main boss is supposed to be heart, but it sings opera the whole time. And the song is so fucking catchy. In fact, we're going to talk about the music in a second. I downloaded and bought the the uh, soundtrack for this game because it's so, like, honestly, I know this game sounds so silly. It's one of the best soundtracks. Can, can you can you give us a little rendition of, no, of the I boss can't, song? No, I can't even do that. Like, there's no way. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I can insert into this show without, like, getting busted for anything. I think, but I, I think, digress. I think you probably could. No, and it's... It's just so good. Oh my God, the humor is so perfect. And maybe this is a Jason Britt thing and maybe we have really stupid senses of humor, but we probably do. Anyway. Well, we, did, we do. I but. went off on a huge tangent and I sidetracked us. I apologize because we were talking about the checkpoints in this game. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, my thought on the checkpoint is most of the time, I think checkpoints are, there's enough. They're, they're evenly, they're fairly spaced out, but sometimes um, they are too far apart and we have you know, blown 30, 40 minutes working on one platforming section because it was so hard and because there wasn't a checkpoint after like a hard part. So you go from one hard part right into another without a checkpoint. And you hope that you see that yeah. checkpoint. And if you die, and remember, it's like instant death. You make one mistake. You fall, you hit that spike or whatever, you're dead. You you, you go all the way back to your last checkpoint. Yeah. And it can, a few times it did become pretty frustrating but mm -hmm. it never hit breaking point for it, us where we were right like fuck this line. hands up game of rage quit like it never hit that no point. we never hit that i think it's because it is just still so fun yeah and, and no funny. matter how frustrated we are we, we still just laugh the whole time because how could yeah. you like not laugh it it's it's uh, i'm just yep. i can't say so many i just can't say enough about this game how fucking funny it is oh, but yeah. no like that is, that is one thing i agree i think um you know especially if you want to play this co-op with someone i think and you don't work well with that person or maybe you guys are on the same page or whatnot. I think oh. this could get really frustrating. And so I think having better checkpoints or having more um, options to start from certain parts of the game, maybe skip some levels might have been a good option to include. But I mean, it sounds so weird to say, but this is a hard game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, we, like we talked about in Battletoads, we, we really liked how they had the invincibility system where if you if it got too hard, you could just turn on invincibility and just get past the section. I think it, it would have been nice to have a like a fuck this button where you, it just sort of turns on invincibility, lets you get through the, you know, the, the puzzle to the next checkpoint. 
Um, but it, it, at the same time, like it's, it's okay. It would have been nice, but it's okay without it. But I do think this game falls into a category of games that we've played that would be sort of like Kalimba or maybe like Death Squared or mm. some others where I would categorize them as like a good relationship test. You will test your relationship with whoever you play these games with. And this is this is a perfect one. And you will see how good of a communicator you are with mm -hmm. your co-op partner. And you will find out how patient you are and how, how and how patient your partner is. And it could actually probably be a pretty good communication building exercise if you can control yourself. Because this is a game that requires a lot of patience. You will fuck up and your partner will fuck up. What are you saying? And I've never fucked up. <laughs> Get out of here. Okay. Well, obviously. I mean, <laughs> but when you fuck up, you want your partner to forgive you and have patience. And when your partner fucks up, you know, you, you need to just be like, Yo, it's a game. It's mm -hmm. all good. We're going to try it again. We're going to get through it together. Um, and this game will test that. So uh, it's an interesting relationship test sort of game. Yeah, I, I would say. We you could know. probably make a list of those kinds of games, honestly. Like I can think of like three off the top of my head that would go at the top of that yeah, list. Yeah, there's some good ones. Yeah. But um, no, I think I think that's kind of our, our main, I don't even really want to call it a complaint, but main thing like, oh, I wish that was a little different. To be completely clear, we haven't finished this game yet. Um, we are on the fourth main area, I guess the fourth stage, almost on the fourth stage. And I don't know if after you finish it, if there's like a new game plus mode or maybe they do incorporate that. But as of right now, you just got to get good. And that's kind of like what it comes down to yeah. is just just get good. And we have gotten pretty good, but there have been e even very recently, there have been uh, some parts where the, where we did spend like 30, 40 minutes on a single checkpoint because it was so hard, mm -hmm. but we did get good and we did pass it. Yeah. And um, I think um, something that the game does well too, is it, I mean, I think personally just sloughing around and moving from left to right, uh, climbing walls and whatnot would be enough to keep me interested in the game, but it has introduced some different mechanics that keeps it fresh. Right. So yeah. one of them is you can detach Detach your arms and have them move of their own free will. And they look like little inchworms. Little inchworms, yeah, yeah. And you can inchworm around. And so that comes into play when you're trying to do specific lever puzzles, for example, that Troy's big head can't fit in these little small chasms, but like you can't. Is there such thing as a small chasm? Am I using mm, that? A, I a small I, crevice? I think maybe that was the word may, I was maybe looking crevice? for. Maybe crevice? Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure what the definition of So there was, is. for example, like a puzzle where there's, you know, two different crevices in the ground. And so Jason and I had to slough our arms off and then like inchworm our way through these crevices. And yeah. it's just, you can't help but laugh at the physics of all of it. And there's some other interesting mechanics that we just got introduced to that um, we're not going to talk about again because I don't want to, you know, spoil the fun because it's yeah. kind of like... You think, where can this game go? Like, how can it get any different or any weirder? And yeah. they're like, hold it, hold my phone. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Is yeah. it phone or beer? I think it's beer. Oh, That's whatever. what the cool kids say. Depends on how cool you are. Hold the phone. Phone is like a less cool way to say it. Hold the, yeah, well, whatever, I guess. <laughs> um, some other interesting gameplay things is <laughs> while you're crawling there also, I feel like we got to talk about this because we've just shit our pants laughing, not literally, that would be bad. But there are these road signs in the level. So like, oh, if you need God, to propel yeah. yourself from like, to a high place of verticality. Think of like these squeaky road signs and what you do is you grab onto them and you can swing yourself around and around and around. Yeah, imagine a sign that's only connected by like one screw. Yeah. And the screw is loose. So the sign is just like circling around and around, you know, on a, obviously around that screw. 
And several times, and I don't know, maybe we'll post some of these on YouTube or something. We've got some hilarious clips um, where you can get going really, really, really fast as you're spinning around on this thing. And a couple of times we, we learned that if you go too fast, your arms will actually detach from your head <laughs> and just go flying in every direction. And essentially you just kind of like... <laughs> like disintegrate. Yeah, you just disintegrate. You're like, what happened? And again, it's that thing where you can't even be mad at it. Yeah. It, you, you just laugh. Yeah. So there is some threshold where your arms will tear out of we their sockets. We still haven't quite figured out what that threshold has been. No, but we've got it spinning pretty fast a few times. Yeah. And, and then there it goes. There goes you know, our arms. And it's interesting because I posted this, I posted about this game on Twitter the other night. And I think when people first look at it, they're going to be like, what in the flying fuck is yeah. this game? Oh, for sure. And I actually did get a few of those responses. <laughs> And it's, it's hard because I think when you look at it, you're like, what the heck is this? But I think once you actually see it in action, you can appreciate just like how silly and crazy it is. And for being the kind of game it is, I have to commend the team. It's so well polished. I don't think yeah. we've come across any game-breaking bugs except for that one lever puzzle that we kind of fucked up, I think, a bit. Um, the, the only thing I can think of is that, and this is, I don't know if this is our fault or if it's Probably. the game's fault. But we lost about an hour of progress. Okay, that's not our. That's not their fault. That's Are you our sure? fault. I don't I'm one hundred percent sure. Friends, okay. so what Jason's talking about is okay. Just to go back to my point real quick. I want to say how great this game is. How well polished it is. How many fun little touches in there. We talked about yeah. the random screaming. We talked about the soundtrack. There's a whole underwater theme that this game has composed, which is actually really pretty. Yeah. The boss fight. Everything you can think of. It has its own theme. And you can just tell someone went through this with a fine tooth comb and added all these little details yeah. that I feel like you just, you don't expect. I think that's why this game has won so many awards, but going back to what you were talking about. So you have a point in the game because while you play this, you can collect hats, <laughs> silly for, hats, silly hats for Troy. <laughs> why it's in there. I don't really know if they even serve a purpose, but they're silly and they're goofy. They're either collectibles or they might maybe give you some kind of armor. We're not really, I don't sure. really know if it's armor. It's definitely a collectible of sorts. Cause yeah. we tend to find the hats off the beaten path. Yeah. So there's a part where you can pause the game and you can um, go to Troy's lair, which is like, I don't even I think it's like supposed to be. A, I think this whole game takes place in the most part in his stomach. I can't tell what's happening. It's just, <laughs> it's all over the place. Yep. But anyway, you're in the lair and you can collect all your different hats and whatnot. But we're, it gets kind of confusing. And to be transparent, we were very tipsy. Like we are when we play most of our games. I'm worried this is a theme it's a of theme. our episodes. It's something that, you know what, embrace it. It's what we like to do. We like to drink and play video games. It makes it makes it more fun. Yeah, healthy relationship and yes. all that. Uh, and when, you know, the tutorial usually just shows you a prompt once and it tells you like, hey, here's what to expect. And then it disappears. And you never see it again. Yep. So when we first got to the lair, I said, hey, here you go. Here you can level select. You can change your hats. You can slough around, mm -hmm. but if you want to continue where you last left off, you have to climb to the top of this layer, go through like the yuck hole thing, and then it'll take you to your last checkpoint. I think that's not a good system because like, okay, yes, we were tipsy, our fault. But when we did fire the game up, maybe, I mean, I tend to forget little things like that, little details, even when I'm sober. So it would have been nice to have known that because what ended up happening is we got through almost through this whole area three and we went to level select and we unknowingly erase all of our progress. Yeah, we were from just that, to... From that area, which I think was like, what, 45 minutes? Yeah, yeah, we Which we wasn't lost. terrible, and it was fun to replay the stuff, but still, yeah. like... Probably would have beat the game by now or close to it had we not lost that progress. Yeah, so. just like kind of a little flub, yeah. I would say. But so, 
question do you do you actually remember seeing that tip because i, I actually, kind of remember something you do? That, yeah okay because i don't re- i don't remember ever and maybe that it. was like me placing it but as soon as you said i wonder mm-hmm. what happens if we climbed at the top uh-huh. it kind of like Ding, ding, ding. Because I just said that off, like, that. I pulled that out of my ass. I don't ever remember seeing that. I just thought, like, there's no other way out but up, and yeah. so maybe we should check up there. And then that, lo and behold, well, that was how you, that was how you get out and get back to your checkpoint. Yeah, that was so, that was the scoop. That was um, the poop. Learn from our mistake, and if you're in Troy's lair, go up. Don't, don't go to level select. <laughs> don't go to level select because yeah. you'll just lose everything. Yep. Um, I think we've covered most of, like, the main points we wanted to talk about. So what are your overall, like, impressions of this game? I really had uh, a lot of fun, and I say had. I, I know we've still got a little bit more left to play, and I'm sure we'll 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 beat it because um, we're having a lot of fun with it. I would definitely recommend this game. Um, I think if you uh, if you're in for a good time with a lot of laughs with somebody who you get along well with, um, then uh, go for it. I think you'll have a lot of fun. Um, I would say that if you don't have somebody to play it with who you communicate really well with then beware beware because it will probably breed frustration if you're a competitive type or if you don't have a lot of patience or if your partner doesn't have a lot of patience because you're going to die a lot and it'll be both of your faults a lot and so you're just gonna have to get over it don't like i keep saying it's sometimes my fault (laughs) well i would never don't you know the secret to a marriage no you're right um it's usually me especially in those levels where you have to like throw troy's head around like a pinball that's i'm I'm not the best at that but no i'm i'm with you i think uh for this game being what it is, it could have just been what what it looks like on surface level. It could have been a silly physics-based platformer slash puzzler slash LOL. The appeal of it is how grotesque it is and kind of lean on that. But I think what they did is, like I said earlier, they took it a step forward. They added all the, these little fun touches, like the scream, for example, and the whole theme composed around underwater, which doesn't seem like a lot. But, you know, this, this is a very small team. The fact that they took the time to make sure that was added, for example. Every, the boss fights are really the unique. The boss fights are so unique. The music for the boss fights. And, and every little thing this game does has its own soundtrack, I feel like. Yeah. And I just keep coming back to the music because it's so good. But this game continues to surprise us. And I will also second what you said, which is mm-hmm. if you're going to play, you don't have to play with someone. You don't have to. But you can play by yourself. But if you are going to play with someone... Be patient yeah, and just have fun together. Maybe you're the couple who are the friends who are like, hey, yeah, we can do this. We just laugh. We don't take ourselves seriously. But if, uh, you know, you tend to be a serious Sally, just, you know. Yep, agree. Yeah. And I mean, we fully get that this game isn't going to be for everyone. I don't think the appeal of it, the appearance of it probably appeals to everybody. You're a lumpy flesh with gross, like, raptor claw arms. Yeah. But I think it's so funny, and I think this game kind of perfectly encompasses our sense of humor. I think it does. I, I think one thing to note is that when you first play the game, it's going to feel very frustrating at first because you've probably never played a game like this. I know we hadn't. Right. Where it doing anything, even just moving from left to right, is really hard. It is a struggle. Um, and so you're both coming up a very steep learning curve. And I say you both, meaning you and your co-op partner. And um, you might feel a little frustrated. Like, I just want to move like over this freaking you know, barrel. Why is this so freaking hard? But, but you will get better. You get better. And, and you, you will and get, get good at it. it. I and mean, that becomes easy as you guys practice before it. Before you know it, you'll be flipping off ledges and climbing up falling hikers and riding oh, yeah. bikes and riding zip lines. Riding and all zip sorts lines of like shit. no thing. Yeah. You'll, you'll have it, you know, no problem. And uh, yeah, it's, yeah, I it's, mean, it will be still be a problem. Fun. But it is just, <laughs> it's definitely a gem. And I think one of my favorite co op games we've played. 
which is like really saying a lot. But again, like there's something to be said about a game that makes you laugh this fucking much. Yes. So it's all about the laughs and the memories and you'll make a lot of laughs and a lot of memories with this game. Yes, you sure will. Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, that'll do it for this episode of the co-op show one struggling. If you like what we do, please leave us a review on your preferred podcast provider. We would greatly appreciate it. Or you can email us at contact at Let us know what you think. And, uh, yeah, did I miss anything? No, I think that about covers it. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Later, guys. Well, goodbye. <laughs>